Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. of Hard Factor, presented by the Barstool News Network. It is Florida Man Friday, September 4th, 2020. We got everybody in the house today. I'm Will. We got Mark West, The Beeve, Pat Cassidy. How you boys doing? Full house, baby. Feeling great. Yeah, feeling real good. Doing real good over here. Good, good. Uh, Beeve, you're still up at HQ, looking pretty nice. Gray walls intact. Now you got a Hard Factor sign behind Check you. YouTube.com slash Hard Factor News. Our boy Andrew hooked it up. Yeah, things are good here at HQ. Again, pretty chilled out. It seems like people are just coming in to do their thing and then leaving. Uh, did the dozen today. That was fun. Uh, or <laughs> yesterday. Good and, effort. Uh, you have the same strategy that I had on Barstool Breakfast version of the buzzing game. Just buzz in all the time. Oh, you just got to buzz in. Yeah. Yeah. Got to buzz in. I caught up with Caleb. But then you He's, get a lot of he, negative points, though, too. Well, yeah, That's you're not going to win, but it's it's more fun. It's way it's more fun. More, it's a lot more fun. Way more fun. I caught up with Caleb. He's he's carrying a putter around, and he's oh just, right. He's because he's trying to be a pro golfer. Yeah, and I asked him. I said, "Do you think you, you think you can do it?" He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it." Uh, he's like, I, "I have." Uh, I was like, "What are you shooting?" He's like, "119." I was like, "Okay, nice. you got, it's got, you got just a little bit to go. Got a just way a to, go, to go, but uh, you'll get there, okay. buddy. You'll get there." But he's he's stoked because he's getting like uh, instruction from some of the best golfers in the world. So I think he's got <laughs> shot. That's awesome. Mark and like, Wes, you guys are dealing with like a storm down there while we uh, while we yeah. record here, huh? Yeah, a little red, a little red on the radar down here. Yeah, hopefully we don't um, drop the call. <laughs> I hope we can hear some thunder in the background of your microphone. Yeah, Me you too. might hear a fucking bus or a subway. Uh, we there was definitely I was going to call you out uh, yesterday's pod there or radio I forget, but there was definitely a uh, siren in the background. I don't know if it made it through. Nothing you can do free- about it. Freaking yeah. me out like I was getting pulled over. So hopefully that didn't fuck with anybody. There might be a there might be a literal lightning round, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and before we get moving on to Florida Man stories. Oh, by the way, we have an interview with Lane Pittman, like probably like the most Florida man guy in Florida. I don't know. Ha- has to be. Yeah. He's, He's the, the guy that fights the hurricanes. He's the guy yeah. that goes out in the hurricanes and he protects. He protects you. If you're in the path of a hurricane, Lane's out there with an American flag and Slayer just battling the hurricanes back so he's like uh hurricane jesus he like takes the snow shirt <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so that's gonna be fun that's after the florida man stories up front but uh we've got to talk about merch all right in the barstool store right now we have the hagfd shirt it is immaculate that is new this week we still have the hard factor logo tee it is still looking very good and also still have the lockdown turn up tea available in the Ooh. hard factor section of the Ooh. barstool store Sexy. lockdown turn up rem- reminder that's charity for meals on wheels hagfd hard factor logo you're just going to look fantastic when you wear those so that get H-A- on it. that hagfd if you if you're not on the social accounts we've been posting it but it's it's like red white and blue it's like an american <laughs> themed have a great fucking day it's incredible i can't wait it to is. wear it and have people yeah. ask me what it means you'll exactly. see it, you'll see it's it soon amazing. on us like it you know like it usually takes like two to three weeks to get shipped yeah to, but, just but if you don't mine, if you sure. don't order it now they might take it down by the time you see it and you're gonna really regret uh once you see it on on youtube and stuff you're gonna be like fuck exactly that? Yeah. get it now get it now while supplies last i also have stocked up on football season shirts and onesies for the baby coming up so mm-hmm. barstool stores got it all Got it all. Nice. <laughs> uh, boys, let's get it going. Okay, okay. I'll go first. I'm going to go first. If that's cool. Mm-hmm. I got an interesting one for you from uh, Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder sent this one in, and it's uh, coming out of Flagler, Flagler County, Florida, which is just north of Daytona Beach. I don't know if Daytona Beach is in that county. It looks like it's just 
a little bit south, so Flagler County, right outside of Daytona Beach, right on that coast. And it's uh, all about the misbehavings of 28-year-old former Flagler County Sheriff's Deputy Dodorius Latrell Varnes, who's a bit of a creeper, Whoa, guys. That's a that's a first name and a half right there. Dodorius, Dodorius huh? It's an intense name, and this is an intense gentleman. Uh, in fact, he's a former sheriff's deputy because he was arrested in July when he was still on the job and in the uniform for felony stalking. And that alleged stalking was uh, what happened was Varnes made over 50 threatening and apparently racist phone calls to a 67-year-old man that he had only one interaction with during like an investigation of the man's complaint. So like the man called in a complaint about his neighbor, Varnes showed up with another deputy to, to like investigate. <laughs> and that was it. He, I guess he didn't like the cut of uh, this guy's jib, the 67 year old. So he started harassing him for leisure when he was mm. off the job. Yeah. I, got a, I got a question. Like what, at what point does, does it become uh stalking? Like if I'm just casually showing up, like with my arms crossed, like leaning on a car, wherever you are stalking, that's stalking. Asking yeah. for a friend, Wes. No, it sounds wondering. like stalking, Wes. It does <laughs> sound like stalking, but if, if, if I'm intimidating <laughs> you in a parking lot yeah, and what if you I'm know just, that I'm, what if I'm just smiling at you? Yeah, you got another scenario you want to run by us? The first one's stalking. The, um, better, the better question, Wes, is what makes it felony stalking is the right, better question. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, yeah. for this first uh, part of the story, Sheriff Rick Staley called Varnes' phone calls to that older gentleman atrocious and suspended him without pay while they were investigating him because this was only like a month ago in July. Um the victim said the calls, which came in at all hours of the day, often ended with Varnes threatening to kill him. So that's probably part of the felony part there. Uh, looks like Varnes in trouble again, though, guys. Dodorius is intense. See, that's like, what I'm saying. Is you have to I'm make a vocal? You. Do you have to make a vocal threat, or can like yeah. if I'm, or do you just yeah, like? Probably. If, if, okay. It's also probably. known as harassment, Wes. So if yeah. you're harassing okay. them, but Dodorius is like McGruber. Why do you much. care? Wes? It's a term McGruber because I think it's because I think it's I, first of all I think the image is funny. Like oh oh you again. Just I'm just hanging out. Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it's hilarious. Let's do the one being stalked. Let's hope. Oh, of course. Wes, let's hope Wes <laughs> stops, cuts the line off at misdemeanor stalking the way he's talking. It's going to be one of the two. Uh, looks like Varn's in trouble. I'm again, just though, stopping guys. you for the comedy of it, really. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he like got arrested three times a week too much or where's the right. line here? Because mm -hmm. if I spread it out, um, Varn's <laughs> got arrested them on vacation a week ago uh, for the same charges, uh, aggravated stalking and a similar M.O. too. what happened is he showed up to a complaint last November of someone's mailbox getting smashed in. He talked with the female homeowner and told her it was a civil matter that she would have to deal with on her own and left. That didn't sit well with the husband who called in a complaint on Varnes, which is literally the last thing you want to do. Varnes was ordered to go back to the house to rectify the complaint, and he did, but instead of like trying to make the peace, he just started belligerently telling the husband to stop making complaints about him. What? Um, shortly no, thereafter, no. Oh, it, gets, it gets much worse, Beef. Shortly thereafter, <laughs> the husband started getting very inappropriate texts from an unknown number saying, things like the unknown sender was banging the husband's wife and would be continuing with the banging. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> the text that's, yeah. that's a that's a hydrogen bomb in a relationship right there. The whether it's, plays, whether yeah, it's yeah, true or not. Warfare. Yeah. yeah. It well, is. You, it's it's well, one of those fucked up things you can do to someone is is plant that seed in their partners. And then be like, she's yes. gonna she's gonna deny it. Yeah. That's you're what she would well, do. That, yeah, you're absolutely right, Beef. But to make the hydrogen bomb even more uh, hydrogen-y, hydrogen uh, the text included personal details of the wife, like how she looked and the, and the, and the <laughs> husband's home address uh, to add validity to the claims. Mm. And then the sexual shaming of the husband began all while the texter was talking about how desirably he was sexually. And reading between the lines here, I think he's talking about uh, – Jenny's on Jenny's. One Jenny's can please the wife while the other Jenny's couldn't. Then the pictures of the husband's house started coming in with text messages like, see this picture of me uh, outside your house? I'm going to be inside your house real soon banging your wife. Um, oh. Well, yeah. my, that's my stalking. Big, I got yeah, a question. Yeah, <laughs> there we, you go, Wes. Wes that's a line. I'm so that's, you figure finally, that's the line is when, it, he, when he starts sending pics to him. Well, yeah. if, you're, if you're to Darius's boss, <laughs> like you're probably going to get an inkling of this before Darius like really crosses the line. So what the fuck was he thinking sending to Darius back to write a complaint against him? Like, you, yeah, you, exactly, you know, Darius is a nut exactly. job. Like you don't you said, send to Darius back. It's MacGruber style. If anyone, it's clear. Clearly, like whatever Darius showed up to his job and someone like told him he was doing a bad job, that was it. Then right. he was just stalking you until uh, eternity. Yeah. Um, move in the middle of the night. 
Yeah, the, exactly. The husband reviewed home surveillance video and saw a patrol car was driving past his home the same time the photos were being texted to him. Uh, so he called that in. How creepy like, oh. is that, though, when you find out your stalker's a cop? A cop, yeah. Whoa. So he, he called the cops and he's like, I'm pretty sure it's Varnes uh, because he. Um, easy know, to catch he, him, though. He, he because, like, because, like, well, yes. yeah, easy to catch him, but still so creepy. It's that they, Ray Liotta uh, movie. The cop, cop the land, radio. Cop no, land? the Ray Liotta movie where he's like a creep cop. He cop like, land. No, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Go, keep going. Sorry. They're the most okay. identifiable people. They have like numbers on their cars and their badges. Like, I mean, you, if you if you did have a stalker, you'd rather it be somebody in uniform because you can probably yeah. use your identifier. It's like one lawful entry. Wes Unlawful is showing up entry. at your house and he's got a shirt that says I'm Wes on it. That's right. Like Wes the equivalent. is just an ass kicker sweatshirt. It's like, I don't know. He's a guy in an ass kicker sweatshirt. Yeah, well, obviously they found out that his patrol car's GPS was uh, at the scene of, of this husband's house, and he was, you know, Varnes was not stationed to be anywhere near there, so they busted him again. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's he's in trouble again, guys. Sounds like Varnes is going to kill someone soon. Yeah. Well, yeah. he I mean, he's certainly, he's like, I mean, they're going to get, he's probably off the force right after this. I mean, this yeah, is, he is. Uh, yeah, he's, he's fired. He's fired. Yeah, and he just, posted, bad. he just posted bail. So whoever's on right, a shit he'll be list going is to jail for sure. Well, whoever's on a shit list is about to get murdered. Like I yeah. said, stalking is the cousin of murder and he's already threatening to murder, you know, the 67 year old and stuff like he's going to kill someone. Anyway, some eyes on to Darius. Yeah. He yeah. needs to get out of law enforcement, <laughs> potentially into like customer service or something, but this no, is not, this is not, not the, customer service. this is not the role for him. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know what's more? Center. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> that would be pretty good. He'd have so many uh, people on his list. You know what's more fun than being a victim of stalking? What's Gambling that, on the news, yeah, which you can do, is. and you can get a free 20 to do so if you go to www.predicted.org slash promo slash hardfactor20. No promo code needed. Go to that promo URL, create an account, and deposit at least 20 bucks, and you get a free 20. Totally legal in all 50 states, and you're going to want to get in now because the fucking election season's in full swing, boys. Yes, right? yes. All right. Well, there's lots of good markets to bet on. We've talked about a few of them this week. The one I like the most today is how many votes... Will there be in the 2020 U.S. presidential elections? How many voters? Whoa. So this bracket is by it's, – it's like uh, by brackets. So it's like under amount and then like the over this amount and then the, all the bands, in between. Yeah. The yeah. bands. And it's by 3 million people is the difference. So in 2016, about 140 million people, 139-ish million people voted. So right off the bat, if you think there will be – more people voting this election, which I certainly do. I mean, population yeah. increased. It's a more intense time. People are talking about voting earlier. Uh, you can eliminate the first four, let's call it five bands right off the bat. So just chop those bottom five bands off. And now what you have when you eliminate those five bands of brackets is um, you could totally buy the the rest of the seven highest brackets for 71 cents total. If you spread it out evenly, that's a 30% increase right there. Profit, huh. not bad. But if you want to get more brazen and just pick one or a few of those higher bands that are like over 140 million, um, you can get them for each about 10 cents. And that would be uh, nine times your money in profit. If you hit one of those. So also not bad. That's wow. great. I like that. Wow. Yeah. It's a fun one. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. It's a pretty good one. So seriously, though, guys, there's a bunch of good ones. Get your account going now at www.predicted.org slash promo slash hardfactor20 and get that free 20. You're going to want to get your feet wet before late October, early November when the boys here start betting their dicks off on the election. So yeah. there you go. Man, make you sure go. that you it's not a promo code. I got a, a shout out to Sam King because yeah. he sent me a DM that, that said he was he was plug and predict it. But it, it, it's not a promo code like you put in hard factor. No. You got to use that URL. Don't go to predicted.org. Go to predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. Yes. Mm. The 20 yes. is for the free 20. All right, guys. Everyone on this show knows how addictive nicotine can be. I mean, mm. all of us have resented smoking cigarettes and tried to quit countless times since we first inhaled that sweet and smooth tobacco smoke from a high quality American made cigarette. Am I right? Oh, yes. yes. It's yes. hard. It's hard. hard habit to kick, especially if you're drinking. It's hard. You guys want to so, take a break right now? Ten minute break. Mind it. Well, I'm a vape guy now. You know that. Uh, so uh, this next story, guys, hits close to home for all of us. So 19-year-old Florida woman, Madison Ann Bryant, was having a bad Sunday night. Uh, first, on the way back from a party, she got into an argument with her boyfriend uh, about their, quote, relationship issues. And <laughs> Madison wanted out of the car stat. Uh, so her boyfriend pulled over on the highway to let her out, natural. Uh, and that's when deputies arrived. They saw a car pulled over. 
pretty much not even on the on the shoulder. It was in, in the inside lane. So the cops, oh, yeah, yeah. Co- cops pulled up, and that's when Madison made her way uh, to the median of the highway where she sat uh, while the cops took her boyfriend into custody for DUI. Um, so the police had already caught their Bigfoot fish in the boyfriend, and they decided to let Madison go. And they waited with her as she tried to find a safe ride home. And according to the rest report, boys, Madison told officers that she had to piss bad. Uh, Been there. And, she, and she wanted to do it on the side of the road. Uh, they told her that they would drive her to the gas station to relieve herself. But she stated that she didn't want to wait. She had to piss now. And she proceeded to pop a squat, quote, directly in front of my patrol car holding on to the push bar as vehicular traffic was passing by. So she was like literally using the front end of the cop car to support herself while she just pissed everywhere. This may sound insensitive with the times being that they are, but one, one knock I have on police officers is that that don't let, they don't let you piss until you get like all the way through processing. And that's not good. You know, that can cause cancer and stuff. If you don't don't go to the bathroom, if you hold it in, that's just not okay. Well, they're Uh, in a rock and hard place situation because public urination is unfortunately a crime. Now, I think that that's really where your where your gripe is. Okay, the lawmakers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think public urination. I mean, hey, Uh, no harm, no foul. Really, you gotta go. You gotta go. It's cruel. What's worse is it can be a sex offense, which is like, you know, come on. We all go. Mm. Let's not pretend that we don't. Everyone poops. Everyone pees and poops and some of us, period. Uh, Anyway, guys. (laughs) And this was about the time that the officers took Madison into custody. Uh, and the, they, they said in the report that it should be noted, quote, Madison was advised not to urinate on the side of the road several, several times. So they really didn't want her to do it. But Madison, you know, she was about to blow an O-ring. So she went, guys. So cut to the ride back to the station and back to the police report. Quote, while I was transporting Madison to Lake County Jail, she was consistently asking me for her jewel smoking device she uses for anxiety, her vape, right? I would not give it to her. Madison asked me if I was married and had children. I replied to her question, and Madison stated that she was, quote, not trying to fuck that up, but she would, quote, suck my dick if I gave her her jewel back. So, <laughs> Madison, party girl. Not yeah, a bad offer. Not a bad officer. Madison, not bad looking. No, uh, she's not. I like how she checked in with the officer first if he had uh, a wife and right. kids. Then said, he "Well, did. she would have felt better about it if he didn't, but she was still going to offer it either way." Well, she, so, I don't yeah, know well, why she. I don't know why she bothered. He got the. Re- I guess you know. She got the response. She got the response. I was going to give you a sloppy blowjob. Offer still stands. No, Tough exactly. Luck for them. No matter what the reply was, Madison knew what she <laughs> was prepared to offer, and she offered yeah. it. Uh, at, that, at which point, the cop stopped responding to her and, and drove her to the, the station for booking. So Madison's. In big trouble uh and that's the end of that you know but mm. like i get it sometimes you know you, you want to you gotta scratch that itch itch you need a nicotine let me fix. ask you a question do you have a, a wife because you're gonna have to keep a secret from her because i'm about to blow you <laughs> right. i'm about to suck you dick. <laughs> let me get that yeah. jewel she loves that jewel man jewel should turn that into a commercial anyway guys jewels uh, is i mean they they are Having smoked regular cigs and jewels, like I mean, they do have a stronger pull. You can relate. <laughs> what a what a glowing yeah, what a glowing endorsement from Jewel. Yeah. Good call. This should this should be like a Jewel commercial. Yeah, she was like Big Dan Rodimer down there with Ryder Ryder Piper. Anyway, guys, Rodimer, Rodimer, Rodimer. I know, mm. I know, I know. Mm. This story brought to you guys is is brought to you by our sponsor, Caliper CBD. Let's talk about it real quick. What's great about CBD? It helps you feel better. Everything. And you don't have to make drastic changes in your life. It's just a little thing that you can throw into your life that's going to make your life a little bit better when you need to chill. I personally put it in my, uh, my night drink. I have a glass of water next to my bed. Pop open one of those 20-milligram packets, perfectly portioned. Pour it in my drink. I put on a little below deck, or right now I've kind of been getting a million-dollar listing after Wes recommended it on yesterday's show. Uh, great show, by the way, Wes, but you have no shot of selling million-dollar homes. I'm sorry. Oh, that's mean. Oh, come on. No. That's mean. I mean, we'll take that up again nice, on radio. We'll nice take that up again shirt. on radio. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Getting a lot of compliments on it. Anyway, so I put, I, you know, <laughs> I drink that down. I get my chill on, guys. And the great thing about Caliper is it's not in one of those crappy, weird tinctures. You know, like the droppers. It's gross. You don't know how much you're getting. Uh, you know, your hippie girlfriend is complaining that you're taking too much or too little. Fuck all that. We got 20 milligram packets, perfectly portioned. And best part about it, guys, Caliper CBD, the powder form. It's clinically proven that you absorb 450 percent more CBD than tinctures. What? Four yeah. and four and what? what? Works unlike any other CBD product ever assembled. 
Yeah, are these made-up numbers? They're not. Four, They're real. When you hear 450%, you're like, the, a mistake has been made. It's like an right. office space when they realize they got too much. Exactly. Yeah. You start uh, fingering the trigger of your gun because now that you've heard about it, not having it is impossible. And you can have it, guys. Just <laughs> what, what is the gun? Never mind. Keep well, going. I just mean if someone – well, You're going to click that link. If someone he's yeah. about to give yeah. you. Yeah, if someone tells you, hey, I can do 450% more, and then exactly. once you hear that that's possible – You then kill the, them and take their secret. Well, if they try, <laughs> if they try to take it away you from you – You fire the trigger regardless <laughs> of what that means. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't know where the trigger's going right. or what kind of trigger it is, but you're going to fire you guys it. Get like it. Yosemite yeah. Sam, you just <laughs> – but the good thing about it, guys, is you don't have to because it is real, and you can have that secret, and you won't want to after you drink some caliper. You're going to be chilled out. That's uh, true. No weird taste, no oily residue or mouthfeel. Uh, right now, guys, if you want to get a discount on your first order of caliper CBD, do it. All you got to use is all you got to do is use the code Factor F A C T O R at tricaliper dot com slash factor that's c-a-l-i-p-e-r tricaliper.com slash factor enter the promo code factor get 20 percent off your order that's gonna be pretty cool you can try it risk-free for 30 days but you're not gonna need it no so no uh, real quick i want to say excellent radio show on thursday gentlemen um but i which was the million dollar listing but i do want to bring up one complaint i have not a one of you Defended David Blaine for going up twenty five thousand well, feet look, in the look, air. Look, you the illusionist. It's not a bad stunt. It's it not wasn't a bad an illusion, stunt, but it's a stunt. Well, then change yes. your fucking name to stuntman, so, not so, illusionist. Time out, guys. He doesn't have to be a magician his whole life. It's if a can, stunt. Yeah. So it was an awesome fucking stunt. Like you, you're going to judge him because uh, uh, you have this stereotype in your head that he's a magician, a street mag- magician, or something. That's he calls himself. That's an right. Illusionist. Well, it doesn't matter. He went up and twenty five thousand feet in the air with his arms dangling. I get scared in a ride that's like fifty feet in the air with my arms dangling. Like twenty five thousand fucking. I mean, it's feet impressive. Breaking. It was it's very impressive. impressive. Very. There's impressive. no no danger the entire time. It that's not true at all. Completely dangerless. It was, it was it was hard to watch. It was so dangerous. You know what it was? It was hmm. an impressive stunt. Literally, yes, Mark, it was movie, a very impressive stunt. The movie, one up of the best ever, is done. harder to watch. The movie <laughs> Up is harder to watch. The, the thing that inspired the stunt, the animated film, is harder to watch than his stunt because it was sad and his stunt was just vanilla. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but You're I still wrong. want him to change back to stunt. I want him to change his title to Stuntman. Best, top five you know, stunts mm-hmm. ever ever performed. But he should continue. just well, take over five. Evil Knievel. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Here, I'm on his yeah. website. I'm gonna buy you a, pe- a pack of David Blaine playing cards, uh, Mark, because you're such a big fan. Please do. Um, I will. He'll love them. Yeah, please do. You can. Do I can't wait for his them. next stunt. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna walk around the world. <laughs> he's gonna walk. <laughs> honey, honey, do you remember when we? Ooh, when, you know, what, you know what it's gonna be. It's gonna be underwater, <laughs> deepest underwater. Which Whatever. Intense. It, it, it seven year old. Do you remember all the exotic travel we did with your seven year old ass to train for this? Like, <laughs> fuck sign up for Sirius XM to hear some more insightful conversations. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. I, d- I derail. I sorry. There it's you good. go. No, it's fair. Fair. Chain all wallet right. with the space <laughs> of spades on it. We'll get you that. Uh, this next one comes from Seth Dillon and Fritz the Cat. So you're an esteemed company there, Seth. So thank you. Uh, thank you both. And uh, guys, the, the planets finally aligned down in Florida. It was bound to happen at some point. Frankly, I'm shocked it didn't happen sooner. But a 22-year-old man from Northport in Charlotte County, Florida, by the name of Bounty Sheremy, has done something that he will never live down and that we frankly should thank him for. Um, because, you see, Bounty went out and had a few pops. Decided it was a good idea to get behind the wheel of a car. Extremely bad idea. And while driving home, allegedly distracted by his cell phone, this fucking idiot managed to hit a drive sober or get pulled over police sign. Wow. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you know he, those- did every, he, he did all the things he's not supposed to do. He's drunk and he's on his phone. Right? Yeah. Lots of mistakes were made, starting with his parents naming him Bounty. Yeah. What's yeah. his name again? Bounty Sheremy. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You know, the cops had a good laugh when they showed up and they saw the sign he hit. Oh, yeah. They had an amazing laugh. Yeah. Is he, is, is he drunk? Yeah. His liver is super absorbent. Yeah. So bounty. It was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a different bounty even than the, than the obvious one. The low hanging fruit bounty. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It was all in the middle of this drive sober or get pulled over campaign that the county was having. So they had all these signs up, you know, those ones that like they pulled like, like they got the wheels on them and they're made big metal with LED lights. One of those guys they um, created the worst environment imaginable for bounty. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So he knocked it over like a moth to a flame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when deputies arrived, he blew a point one six six, which is twice the legal limit. And he Definitely had no idea to be driving. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he had no idea what he even hit. He told him uh, he was coming from a study <laughs> session. What? Yeah. They, they just found him with, He's I guess, his car out at point one. Six. Yeah, exactly. 
is something. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play. I'm going to try to play a little devil's advocate here because you should never drive drunk. But I'm willing to bet that those police signs get hit more than we think because of where they're placed. This one was right in the middle of the road. Looked like it was like in the middle of like one of those center turning lanes or something. I mean, have you? Guys, I'm sure you guys have maybe. You think seen they're going? For no. This. You know what? I don't happens. think they're going for it, but they they you know those things get hit more than often. It he was brown to blackout, and he saw the sign that said "Don't drive drunk," and he <laughs> then thought, "Oh, drinking," and then he thought it was like a beer or a bar, and then he drove into it or he, he saw it he saw it and said i better exit and then exited yeah. into it right yeah yeah he said he was on his cell phone so who knows you know um, i've i've uh i've pulled into a ditch before thinking it was a it was like a parking spot mm-hmm. and then just you know yeah i mean <laughs> luckily stakes, there was a lot of people at the bar yeah. lo- a lot of people at the bar to help push 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 me out of the ditch yeah get you college. back on your way back let's in get, college let's get him back on the road <laughs> everyone at the bar yeah that's double the legal limit you make a few mistakes uh, um so now i drove I've, i drove onto a movie set one time uh really? after too many pops that was that was bad Got that stopped by, by by the set cop uh, who took my keys out and threw them on my hood and was like, "What the <laughs> fuck are you doing?" You didn't oh, get wow. arrested. That's, that's I didn't get arrested because I knew people who were on the set, which is even more embarrassing. And I never did that again. Oh, the, the, the embar- the, uh, mine's more embarrassing. I wasn't drunk. I was driving to the bar, so I ah. had people pushed me out of the ditch, and then I parked in the actual bar parking lot. To hey, you were kind of excited. You got it out of the way when you were sober. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that probably scared you into driving home drunk then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely out of walked home that yeah. Out of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, anyway, so now he's facing a DUI and will have to pay for whatever damage he caused to the uh, sign. Uh, and you should, guys should see the news video of this. They, they take it so seriously. One guy smiles and he gets reeled back in into the seriousness of it. They got like – it's like hardcore investigating interviews. People are like, it's scary to think about. And this time it's a sign. Next time, who knows? Um, but let's think – I want to I ask you guys uh, to come up. This guy is obviously going to have to deal with this criticism for the rest of his life. You can't hit a, a drive sober sign. And um, is someone playing music? No. Not me. What? That's me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you were was? playing music to yourself? Yeah. yeah well, it, He's it, got like a tab open. It was a tab open. Um, well, okay. Sorry. Well, <laughs> this, <laughs> started, the music just started playing. He ratted um, himself out. Yeah. Let's, um, let's think of a good nickname you might call this guy. I got um, one. Yeah. Go for it. Refusal to obey. Just, yo, refusal to obey is here. Because he, he, uh, he didn't obey the sign. Yeah. Yeah. I would do like a play on bounty hunter, ba- the bounty drunker. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> bounty call, drunker. Good, call him the like bounty it. drunker all the time. Yeah, you know, nickname <laughs> nickname means they're gonna have to get acquainted with him, which I don't want to do. So I, I've got I a good one. I don't have anything good. Call him Ace of Base because it's I saw the sign that was their hit. Yeah, oh, it Ace of Base. Eyes. Yeah, I was just going to call him uh, the sign man. Every time. Sign hey, man. sign man. <laughs> sign man. <laughs> sign man. Real <laughs> creative. More, yeah. more, on the bounty, more on the bounty hunter uh, route. He's hunting for the, trouble. You can call him the mangled Lorian. Like the, oh, the Mandalorian, yes. except mangled. The mangled Lorian. I like that. That's yeah. a good one. That's just a good drunk nickname. Yeah. yeah. yeah so that's that one. He's, he's And bounty hunter. Wow, that's a good one, Will. I like that one. There we go. All right, well, that's uh, where are we going next, bud? Yeah, let's go over to the interview with Lane Pittman. Pittman. All right, guys, it is Florida Man Friday, and we have an extremely special guest with us today, a man who defends our nation, nation's shores against the destruction of one of nature's most lethal natural disasters, using only an American flag, his luscious flowing hair, extreme headbanging, and his extreme love for this country. We are talking about, of course, the hurricane slayer himself, a true patriot, a real-life Florida man, Mr. Lane Pittman. Lane, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining us. We are huge fans of your work and dedication. So thank you for your service. Yeah. What up? What's <laughs> up, <laughs> Lane? Yeah, I mean, what I don't up, usually get up. starstruck, but I'm, I'm a little starstruck right now. Oh, please. <laughs> although, although I am surprised that there's not Slayer just pumping in the background. No, that's, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I should have got a little bit more set up here, I guess. <laughs> Too put together, Lane. God damn it. I'm sorry. Uh, it's, no, been, it's been a long week. <laughs> Well, so yeah, let's talk about that. How many hurricanes do you beat up a year, uh, generally? How many hurricanes? As have you many as I fought? can, man. As many as I can. Yeah. It's normally, just normally, normally one a year. Normally one. How many? What? Where are you at? And like, and what are you doing for you know for a living? 
I live in Jackson, Florida, and I have my own media company, and I do video work and drone work and oh, yeah. social media marketing for other clients and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's super fun. Super, super fun. I love it. Nice. What made you get into the hurricane fighting business, though? Like, what what was it? Uh, it's not. It's not really. A, it's not really business. It's more of a charity. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. That first viral video that that went out kind of just like prompted this this thing that it is what it is now. Like, I don't know. It morphed into doing like relief work and like raising money for people that have been affected by it. Um, I don't know. Just kind of it started off with a viral video and just kind of morphed into what I'm doing now for it. So. Yeah, Layton, can you, so for the listeners that don't know, uh, you see a hurricane coming, and what's the next move? You strap your flag on, Mm -hmm. and you go out, you fight that hurricane with uh, the power of Liberty and also Slayer. Uh, Is that that an accurate description? Could you expand upon that? That's, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty fairly accurate. I would say. Um, yeah, I, I literally, I just try and track out, um, where it's going to be because you know, you just, I don't know. I, I usually you try to figure it out like a day or two before. Cause well, you, do you follow the so weather? Different like weather a, people out there. It's like a sixth sense, like a gut feeling that you, yeah, feel it, that you know, a storm's coming. Does your knee swell? Well, I've, I've, I've grown it. I'm, <laughs> I feel it in my hair. <laughs> um, just, just tingles. Just just absolutely yeah. tingles. Um, but, uh, yeah, just being living in Florida and, and, uh, seeing years and years of hurricane seasons, um, you kind of, kind of can guesstimate, you know, like, Hey, this thing's probably going to shift a little bit more West or a little bit more East, um, depending on where they're initially tracking it. So I kind of get a rough guesstimate. Um, this past one was definitely the furthest I've traveled to go fight a hurricane. It was like a, it was a lot of driving. It yeah, was the like other end of Louisiana driving with them. Yeah, that's, that's far from Florida, dude. Yeah. It was it was ridiculous. We went. We initially were like, all right, we're gonna stop in like Pensacola, which is like five hours from Jack's, like a halfway mark. And we're like, all right, we're gonna get some find find the closest turbulence we can, film this puppy, and and get back. And dude, just like the wind that we were finding on the backside of this hurricane was not enough. So oh, it we sucks had driving through that. Oh, mm. dude, we had to literally chase this hurricane through Louisiana, parallel <laughs> with it, to get to get in front of it to be able to film an an, an adequate video. It was a good yeah. video. Though. <laughs> yeah, 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 you were up to your yeah, waist. Thanks. That was pretty good. Did you, you guys? Bad are... things, man. Did yeah. you fight it though? Did it work? I mean, did you shut that? Yeah, storm yeah, down? yeah. I I drove me and my buddy Houston. We drove through the eye of the hurricane. It was it was we were Jesus. literally driving right next to the wall, and I looked over and I saw just like a a different looking cloud. You know, very very thick black like. And then, like, behind it was just, like, a bunch of light. And I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure that's the eye of the hurricane. He's like, no way. We'd lost service. And finally, he got service back, and he pulled up this radar, and it was it was the eye. <laughs> so I was like, middle. dude, we're going that's through awesome. it. We got to go through it. <laughs> you, how many times have you seen the movie Twister? Oh, I grew up watching that movie. It was great, yeah, man. I mean, clearly. I haven't seen it in a while. But, uh, yeah, there's something. Uh, dude, Twisters, those are tornadoes, Twisters, whatever you want to call them. Those things, those are terrifying, more terrifying to me than a hurricane ever will be. So, those things are just like they call them the fingers of God for a reason, you know. Yeah. What's your mental prep like uh, before you you actually fight the storm? Like, what's your ritual? So I listen to a lot of. I mean, I don't I don't smoke weed or anything, but I listen to a lot of stoner metal mm. before going into like something. It's like almost like the like the the ramp going into like something a little bit more gnarly. Um, yeah. What's I some suggestions you have for stoner album. metal? I might be into that. Oh, dude. Okay, so there's two bands that I really, really like for standard metal. Um, is one band is ASG. They're out of uh, North Carolina. They're pretty sweet. But mm. my all-time favorite stoner metal album is age of winners by the sword and that album is like Whoa. to me just the epitome that sounds, awesome. that sounds amazing that's that's what i need to listen to usually to just get fired up on stuff, i got punched so. in the face at a sword concert one time that's so uh, sick i, I mean that's i've not gotten to see them of yet. it wasn't cool because i was filming it and the guy punched Ooh. me, but then he, I hit him in the head with my camera after that. So, <laughs> does that one just scream sword after they slug someone? Sword! <laughs> no, he's, he, he made like a ah, and then like they had a call. 
uh, a paramedic in there, but he punched my camera first. So it was, I felt nice. Like Why? Like, that's just so Cause bro, he was, cause he was getting down. <laughs> just how it goes in the sword pit. You know yeah. that bro. Were you in the pit or were you like, I was shooting right above the pit. I, they, they, it was, a, it was a performance at Waterloo records in Austin, Texas, an outdoor uh, performance. Okay. And I was on a chair and I thought the encore happened. So I put my camera, I thought the show was done. I put my camera down the encore happened. So I was in the pit. Then I came down off my chair and do uh, I, I, I just watch out. I just heard some loud thunder. Yeah, me too. Do you think it was an intentional punch? Yeah. Lane, he thought I was a hurricane. Mm. Yeah. I, well, speaking of which, I just heard some loud thunder. <laughs> Wes said he did too in Austin. We might need you to get to, to Austin, Texas stat lane. Yeah, I don't know if it's a hurricane, but <laughs> that's an even further drive. Holy yeah. shit. Hey, hey, you got, Something's you got going on out, out there. I ain't driving that. I ain't driving that. That's a long <laughs> drive. <laughs> hey, speaking right, of well, about- luck, we'll try yeah. to channel our lane. But speaking of there how big go. the Gulf Coast is, Lane, um, are you a football fan? And if so, which teams do you support? Um, well, kind of funny you bring that up because I have been a diehard Jaguar fan. Like, obviously, Jacksonville, we're a small market team. Uh, we've always felt like it's us against the world. But, man, dude, they have made some really dumb decisions these yeah, past couple really years. Yeah, really bad, right? Oh, yeah. my gosh. They, they freaking – they cut Leonard Fournette. Yeah, you know, your Tigers just shirt. recently. They cut – dude, I love Leonard Fournette, man. That I still love him. I still love him, man. He lives out here at the beach. Um, and he's just he's, – he's a good dude. Very dedicated, oh, yeah. very loyal, very productive. We're big LSU pods, so you don't have to convince us on Leonard. Yeah, I mean, I know he he only averaged like 4.2 or whatever, but he had another 1,100-yard season. I mean, what the fuck do you want from the guy? He's had 3,000-yard seasons. From the Jaguars. From the Jaguars, too, man. Like, we don't have a good offensive line. We don't have much of really anything to be stoked about. It was so dumb, dude. I I, like this is the year that I'm like, you know what? I support the Jaguars, but I can't support this front office. And I'm oh, probably yeah. not going to be watching too many Jaguar games this season. I'm I'm going to be a Bucks fan. I've decided. I'm just there. Gonna, you go. <laughs> I'm I'm going to cheer for Leonard Fournette and be super pumped what that what that guy's going to be. I just feel like there. hurricane season every year is like a is like a uniting force for the for the states of the Gulf Coast. And then every football season, we immediately start hitting each other again. Right. Oh afterwards. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a Gator fan too. I mean, I'm I'm not as diehard as as I what have teams been, in Florida lie, don't but... you like Lane. <laughs> don't i like in florida, yeah, florida uh, State I, don't really sounds like... I look fsu yeah bump them uh i don't care <laughs> too much about the dolphins down in miami uh, it's not like i hate them i just don't really care about them um yeah, I don't know. like i i do I, I like florida if you're from florida I, I gave you some props if you're not fsu lane i gotta ask you why did you choose Slayer to fight the hurricane? Did, did you ever think about the Scorpions rocky like a hurricane or it's raining men yeah, like the weather girls? I mean, look, I love I love the Scorps, but it's just not that. They're not that heavy, man. Like, let's just be honest. <laughs> How did you pick? I love the- hair metal, but it's not something like, I don't know. I don't – I grew up on hair metal. Like, my dad raised me on 80s hair metal, and I think it's awesome. But – I don't know, man. Like Slayer is like when you think of like thrash metal, like you that's it's Slayer. You know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna go out and just like tear up a hurricane, like I'm when I need something to thrash to, and it's not like the mm. Scorps. You know? Have you considered Megadeth? Uh, I'm not too big on Megadeth. Actually, dude, this this last hurricane, I picked kind of a smaller band. This is the first time I changed up the music on any of these videos, and actually, it went pretty good. I had a, I had a few people that were that were like, "We didn't pick Slayer. I'm not not supporting this guy anymore." You read the Reddit comments, but um, I picked this <laughs> band. They're based based out of Alabama. They're called Maylene and the Sons of Disaster, and the first like author first album or whatever they put out the very first song is just like a very aggressive like scream right off the bat and i was like you know what that's a good little shock and all value like let's do that one Lane, nice, are, nice. are you fearless or is there anything that freaks you out like like uh, are you, will you not go into like a hurricane near a bullet factory or like near a knife factory or are you you don't care is <laughs> um i'm I'm fairly I'm fairly calculated when I do these things. Um, I'm getting married in December, and I don't oh, think my fiance nice. would be too stoked. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I don't think my fiance would be too stoked if um, I started off our marriage on uh, without without a piece of my body or injured or something like that. So um, I, I got to be somewhat careful. There was on this last one. There was like a metal shed. And it was like flapping in the wind. Like there's pieces of it that definitely could have flown off. And I was like, yeah, we just got to be mindful of that. <laughs> Don't get what's, hit by that. What's like, the craziest thing you've seen? The like, craziest the- thing I've seen in a yeah. hurricane. Um, 
it's 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 wild but not, maybe not in a hurricane um but maybe the aftermath of hurricanes is like dude yeah. it looks like a bomb mm-hmm. has gone off in some of these places and it's just like that's kind of what compelled me to do like hurricane relief is just like dude these places are going to be recovering for years and they're like never going to be the same probably and just like seeing what metal does with like high wind velocity and just like how it can be contorted and like, I don't think that's the right word. Uh, how it can be just freaking yeah, just mess things up, man. And just seeing like massive billboards, like this past one in Lake Charles, like big old thick steel, like billboards, like through people's houses, like cut them in half. Like it's just, it's gnarly what, what you see. Um, after the fact of it i've never been in the path of a cat five i don't wish to be in the path of a cat five just after seeing what it does um well, i mean if, i would probably go and film a video you, lane what if it needs you i mean like i mean i'll be there i mean yeah. I'll, I'll, let's just let's just be honest I'll were be you there. not old <laughs> enough were you not old enough to be in new orleans uh, uh for katrina, katrina. Or, yeah. no no i was probably in middle school when that hit so i mean that was this was all like a very distant thing but yeah it changes the city forever you know yeah. when a big yeah, one comes totally. through it definitely you're never quite the same after that i got a non-hurricane question for you so uh you know we don't get to talk to, to the native you know florida men that often and and we this you know we love florida on this podcast but we also give it a hard time um you know being a florida man what is your favorite thing that you like maybe one of your favorite things about florida that, that people from the outside might shit on that you think is just absolutely that you love like what if you're if you were to pick one thing about Florida, you know that you man, just... it I'd have to say the people. Like I know people like outside of Florida don't like they look at us like we're freaking nuts. Um, but we're just I don't know, man. I I all of my neighbors I live in a not like super great area, but it's not like super bad either. But um, dude, everybody is like really nice. Everybody looks out for each other i have great neighbors um i have a great community here in jacksonville um all parts of it i think we're the biggest city land wise so we have very different um groups and sides of town and i feel like i can go to just about any sides of those towns besides maybe like one one really shady area um but i mean every city's got that but i really do feel like (laughs) i really do feel like there's good people here and i don't think we get enough credit for having good people here so that's my two cents did you send this the video of you fighting hurricanes to your high school guidance counselor or anyone else to see to show them like hey yeah (laughs) lane did it you were wrong about lane You're wrong about me. No, I actually, um, so I, funny story, I was actually a substitute teacher for a, for a few years, just between traveling and like trying to figure out what I want to do in life. And I subbed quite often where I graduated high school from. And I have pretty good rep there, man. Like all the, all the guidance. Well, it makes like, sense. I, you went on to be not, an American man, hero. I was a pretty so. good student. Yeah. yeah. Your rep is your rep is, uh, on, is still amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, yeah, man. So I was I was more worried about like I'm a youth leader at my church. I've been doing that since I for like past ten years probably, and I was more worried about like not even what my pastors were going to think. I was more worried about like what the parents were going to think, and like you you're being this example for my kids to go out and be dangerous and play in this storm and blah, 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 blah. I mean, when you put yourself out there, you're going to get haters no matter what you do. Like there's going to be like, even if it's something majority that's like great and awesome, like you'll still have that 1% of people that just want to throw shade in there for no. Oh, fuck them. We love what you're doing. uh, (laughs) Bruce Wayne knows the same pain. Peter Parker feels. If any, if anyone's got a problem with you taking (laughs) your shirt off, planting an American flag and and headbanging into the storm, they're fucking nuts. Yeah. Thanks for keeping us safe, Yeah. Yeah. Well, Lane, we have, we have, uh, we really appreciate you coming on. We have, we have, we have, that's what I think too, man. Um, we have, we've kind of a special request and, you know, if you're not up for it, let's tell us, but, but, um, we would like to send you a, a hard factor flag, 
Um, now, we under no circumstances oh, yeah. want you to fight a hurricane with just the powers of a hard factor flag. Only an American flag will suffice for that. But for our own selfish pleasure and the fact that we feel it would be fucking amazing to have a video of you fighting a hurricane with a hard factor flag, would you be willing? Maybe we make a donation to your favorite charity, something like that. Is that something you might be willing to do for us, Lane? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm all for for doing fun things like that. Like Sweet. that sounds like a good time to me. So. Flags yeah. in the mail, Lane. Flags yeah. in the mail. And what is that charity? Yeah, come what, on. What, what charity do you, would you would you yeah, tell us? Yeah. Honestly, I do all of my own relief work, so I just make it GoFundMe, and like we just got back from Lake Charles uh, yesterday. Is when we drove in. We drove back from it, so we just I. I take pictures of all the receipts and like however much money we spend and flip in, uh, put it out there and go and buy, like I have a few contacts with the Cajun Navy, Cajun army and special forces or whatever they got going on out there. And uh, I'm like, Hey, what do people really need? Like what, like what are some items that we can bring that you're not getting? And so, um, they give us a list of stuff. We load up the truck and we drive out there, drop them off and then give some, uh, manual labor, some good old, good old We'll contribute to your relief. uh, Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Come on. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know. I feel like when you donate to some charities and stuff, you just don't know where that money. You never yeah. know. Yeah, if it's going uh, on. they're all they're all on the up and up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, shit, Lane. We really yeah. appreciate you having yeah, you on, man. You're sure. a fucking awesome, dude. And I uh, really appreciate all the all the work you're out there doing with relief and and keeping us safe from hurricanes. So, um, you know, stay safe out there while you are slaying hurricanes. And uh, we hope to hope to have you back on the on the show next time, uh, sometime soon. Come on, let's appreciate go, it, man. man. Appreciate y'all having me on. Later, brother. Right, Lane. Take right, care. Y'all, y'all take it easy. All right, that was an awesome talk with Lane. Uh, can't wait to see him waving that hard factor flag one day. Uh, what a charitable dude. Way more uh, like into charity and doing all that stuff than I realized before. I thought it was just yeah. He's not a years. wreck. I thought he was going to be like a like a wreck, a guy that huh, uh, nice like, guy. <laughs> he's well, actually really really put together. Really nice the opposite guy. of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Google Lane. If if you don't know what he does exactly, Google him so you can see these videos. You may have seen them before because they went super viral, but they're awesome. Yeah, he's Wes, a beast. Wes, what would you call him? Hurricane Man. Hey, Sign Man is perfect. What's up, Sign Man? <laughs> sign Man's terrible. That, that, that gets yeah, him. Pretty no, bad. That's, that's a good one. Trust you me. Came up, you came up with the come up with a nickname, and that was what you had. You, sign you sat Man. Up, I, don't need sit, a pl- I don't need a play on, on words. Something. What did you say? <laughs> what was yours? Ace of the base, mangled, yeah, the yeah, mangled okay, glory. That's much better. Yeah, sign that was kind of fucked up, Wes. You, you, like, you shot a text to the group text. You were like, hey, guys, you know, think of a, a punchline for this. I was assuming you were saying that because you had a great one. No, I stand by sign. Man is something that will sign. Man will stick. I will would stick way better than your shitty. Hey, Ace of Base guy, whatever the fuck it is. Sign Man. At least Ace of Base. At least makes you think. I'm telling you, Sign Man. Sign Man. Here he is, Sign Man. Like yeah, because you totally get exactly what happened from the fucking nickname Sign Man. It makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, no right. stra- no stranger even needs to ask what's going on. Face the base. You gotta be <laughs> yeah. like, tell me what. Tell me why you call him Ace the base. No one Wait. cares about Sign Man. Oh yeah, Sign Man is great. <laughs> really explains it all. Yeah, all right. is, he, is he deaf or okay? Right, yeah, well, exactly. Sign <laughs> Man. It's time. It's time for five star reviews and voicemails. <laughs> Let's get through them, boys, because we've we've been backing them up. I want to I want to clear the backlog today before we end the week. So. First five-star review is from Kid Uptown Boss, and it says, A black man within the hive. All right. There we go. Absolutely love the show. Pat slash the Beeve is the reason I'm a daily listener. Nice. These guys keep it real, always giving listeners a look behind the curtain. They don't seem fake at all. They try to keep their uh, take on politics neutral. However, the cast isn't too diverse for middle-aged white guys. Fair point, but they do try. Uh, the main reason I'm writing these uh, these reviews is because I want them to read this on the show and actually have a take or discussion on the NYU segregation story. These cowards all gave a no comment, LOL, H-A-G-F-D. So he's calling back to say, remember, guys, we did a story recently where <clears> – <throat> Yeah. They're they're putting in. I'll comment on know, it. I think it's a bad idea. Um, I think that if you want to do that, go join like a fraternity or something like that. I think that where does it stop? Do the Asians get a haul? Do the Spanish people get a haul? Yeah. Uh, and then the the best part of uh, growing up open minded is when you know I had a diverse friend group. So it's easier to have a diverse friend group when you have a mixed. Uh, uh, Absolutely. Dorm. So yeah. I, there you go. My comment on it is I think it's stupid. Me too. I agree with Mark. 
how am I going to learn about good music if I can't potentially have a black roommate? That's my that's that's because I learned a lot about saying. good music you, from my black roommate. In I college. know I, I know people that were I'm going to say potentially racist that aren't after after they were introduced to some friends of mine in college. And um, that's because we had mixed halls. Yeah. However, the, the point was justified, which the, the black college experience of just being a black person generally in America is probably real tough, especially when you're going to like an all white college and understood that you might want support there. So I but but, you know, again, Mark, that's what you said. Fraternities or black student union or, or clubs or any any sort of right. organization, which there are millions of on college campuses. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I support them, uh, the, the, the learning a culture and, and, and being proud and all that stuff. But I think that the, the dorm room thing is stupid. Sticking with my original take. Dumb as shit. Agree. I uh, think that like the locker room and sports is one of the places where racism is defeated the most. Um, right. And so agreed. Uh, you don't sports get that without huge, people yeah. mixing. Uh, so more diversity mixing, not less is, is what right. I would recommend. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next five star review from will eight, eight, eight. It just says awesome. This podcast is awesome. It needs to be full time. Love it. Uh, next five star review uh, from Jeff. Creek, and uh, I've got to say this before I read it: we have to read all five star reviews uh, that are new, and I don't think this guy has r- written one before. So I'll go. The title is "Oh Boya, I Love Goya." My mm-hmm. name is Will Smith, and I love Goya beans. While I'm on the subject of Mexican food, the best taco bowls are made in Trump Tower Grill. I love Hispanics. So. There you go, Jeff. All right. It was on it. your on your day. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Twisted Fang, he submitted a five-star review, he or she. Uh, but, you see, I've seen your reviews before. You can't submit multiples. If it was flattering, I'd read it again. Uh, but this one is not. And it was about the Wisconsin situation. Let's just say, regardless how you feel about what happened in Wisconsin recently, let's all agree to send our love that way because it's fucked up all around what went down there last week. Let's move on to voicemails. Speaking of Wisconsin, let's take it over to Wisconsin for Eli. He's got a solid brain buster for us to kick it off. Hey, man, uh, it's Eli coming back from Wisconsin. Um, I was just talking to my roommate, and I kind of came up with a, a question. Um, so, like, how long do you think it is until, like, Apple, per se, um, starts censoring words in the keyboard like vulgar terms that are unsocially just they're just gonna like star out and you hmm. can't unchange it do you think it's gonna happen in the near future or not uh let me know what you think bye-bye not at all no that's well, see that's the difference the difference baby. eli the difference is eli there's a platform and then there's an organization right so apple has clearly chosen their position as a platform because they're a tech and software provider. Whereas you have like someone like Facebook who is trying to figure it out or Twitter who is like kind of dancing the line. I I think Facebook is the most egregious actor. They've been flip flopping back and forth. You saw Twitter kind of doing a little something with the, with the fact checking Uh, that that's them on the line, but Apple is a platform. That's my opinion. Mm. I hope hopefully not at all freedom of speech, uh, but luckily the neural net and uh, like being a cyborg is is shortly on the way. So you could just overpower it, brute force it with your brain soon. There you um, go. Also, next voicemail. I don't have time to play all the voicemails, everybody. I do want to catch up. Some of them um, are longer, uh, but I will ask the questions that you submitted. Caleb from Maine. He laid out. Now, this was a super long voicemail. Historically, how dairy products users have been dominant in global trade like from the beginning of time and basically pat he said you're a stone cold moron for your take on big i listen i listened to the voicemail was good he was essentially (laughs) saying that there was the reason we drink milk is because of uh natural selection so the people that drank milk were selected and their genes carried on and they were more yeah strong i thought it was a great argument i I, I think he was talking about the uh the genghis khan clan that's the uh, are you ready to give up your stance yeah you ready to admit cheese is okay you're ready to admit you're wrong oh my god and i want to take issue because i listened to the whole voicemail he he thought i was shitting on dairy products and i'm not i love dairy products i think they're fantastic because but they big are... milk is 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 certainly at the center of dairy products is it not the you reason milk's that... disgusting don't you i think drinking a full <laughs> glass of another animal's milk is gross i also mm. think that if you knew mm-hmm. what some of the dairy farming practices were you might you might think that too sometimes there's blood that's in your mouth says the guy that like eats fast food yeah, this right. is a bad. Yeah, every time a, you, yeah. you, you, you this, you're a flip flopper. Yeah, on this come one. on. You know, no, I've, I've, seen, I've seen, I've seen the food you ordered at your house. You think those? Uh, come on, you can't, you can't use that. Dare, like the practices of cleanliness yeah. and stuff. Come on. 
And you know who's a verified uh, milk lover is um, our uh, El Presidente. Uh, he was on he was on Instagram doing a cookie review and was just Uh-oh. lamenting about how he didn't have enough any milk to be dunking his cookies in. He is now milk- you're going against Dave. Pat. I bet he had yeah. gas later. Uh, but no, and sh- <laughs> sh- sh- shout out to Tanner and shout out to Adam, dairy farmer Adam. Yeah. All right, uh, and shout out for from to Caleb for Maine for that last one. All right, this next one, boys, is from Bob the Ripper. We're gonna get a little update here. What's up, boys? It's Bob the Ripper. Man, a lot of good real estate down there in North Carolina. You know, mostly just in in Jim from North Carolina's head. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, anyway, Josh. Josh. Um, <laughs> Calling in some bad news this time, boys. The uh, the office saga I've been trying to keep you guys posted on is uh, it's come to a conclusion, and uh, one that left Bob the Ripper here unemployed. Mm. So uh, yeah, tough times. Been a been a bummer week, but uh, looking for a new office to terrorize with my ass. Um, just wondering if you guys um, have any experience. With uh, the job market, I know you guys have worked a bunch of jobs, and I'm sure you got a lot of listeners out there that are uh, probably in the same situation that I am right now. But, uh, yeah, love to hear some, uh, I don't know if any advice would be some good content here, but maybe some, like, funny job interview stories or something. I don't know. Anyway, love the show. Keep doing what you guys are doing. Uh, talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Sorry to hear about uh, losing the job, Bob, but uh, can't say that we're all shocked. I hope it wasn't because of the, the voicemails we've we've played previously about the situation. Do you think it was because of the yeah. shitting? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it helped. It was, definitely, <laughs> it was definitely because of what he did in the bathroom. I mean, yeah. Bob, Bob, though, uh, Bob the Ripper is, is a guy who sounds like he's going to land on his feet. He's going to oh, find yeah. something. Smart new guy. Here, so. mm-hmm. Yeah. Charming. Uh, Right. Sorry you lost the job because hopefully it didn't have to do with the shit saga. Yeah. <laughs> uh, funny interview. Got, interview stories, guys. You got any? Yeah. Um, I got I got one. Uh, so uh, in the town we all grew up in, Herndon, uh, mm-hmm. there's that community center. And my buddy Dave got uh, signed on to be the uh, like the director of the community center. And mm-hmm. I was yeah. trying to get I was trying to get a job at like the front desk. Like I was in between jobs. And yeah. so he stole. I there. Yeah, he stole all the, uh, the the interview questions from his boss that I was going to be asked to prep you for to... a front desk community center job. Wow. Yes, That's amazing. yes, yeah. You were you're a little yeah. stressed. He couldn't handle the heat. That's yeah. Well, he was like, he's like, some of them are weird. Like one of them was like, uh, if you could be any animal, uh, what would you be and why? And I was like, oh, I know what I'm. A... So I went, I went with river otter. Because, because you, you remember what you went. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he lives on that land and the sea, takes advantage of all environments. You know that kind of thing. So he's like, he's like, this guy's overqualified, Dave. Your friend's overqualified for this. Oh, the interview good. went amazing. Yeah. He crushed this interview. It was I incredible. It. Yeah, I never ended up working there because I got a different job. But it was, uh, it was, Damn. it was hilarious. I was hard to keep because Dave was in there with me, so it was hard to keep a straight face to like pretend like I was. Oh, that's an interesting question. Never heard that one before. I have one on the other side uh, as an interviewer. Um, there, was a, there was a panel. It was a panel interview, and um, we were interviewing for a pretty high level job. And uh, a bunch of awesome candidates came in. And one guy, uh, I don't want to get into too many details, but he had a, a European accent, and he worked for a gambling. Uh, he did IT for a gambling thing. I don't want to get him in trouble or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But um, it, the the thing divulged into just us asking him how if the lottery was rigged and how to rig the lottery. And it was just like, just <laughs> the, that's the, always not, fun. Ninety percent of the interview was just like gushing over his his. Did he get the job? job? Did he get the job? <laughs> I don't want to talk about details. He didn't get the want... offer. Well, so I conducted a shitload of interviews uh, back in my corporate life. And I would say the funniest thing is always when somebody is way overconfident. Um, overconfidence is probably the number one. You look like a douchebag, uh, to the interviewee or interviewer. Um, uh, like if you never stop talking the entire time, you think, you know, everything about their business before, you know, anything, uh, to me, that was the biggest Mm -hmm. turnoff. So, uh, all right. Uh, next voicemail. Good luck, Bob. Yeah, you'll get it, Bob.
Hiya. This is Bree from Minnesota. I'm another female listener and actually another girlfriend that got into their podcast via their boyfriend, Adam from Minnesota. Uh, just finished Wednesday's podcast. And the first 20-minute intro of uh, bullying made me want to ask you guys a question. Have you ever heard of Caliper CBD? <laughs> Tastes way better than tinctures. Dissolves basically instantly. You can mix it with anything. I even found this uh, promo code for you guys. Try Factor for 20% off your first order. Have a better day than Wednesday. <laughs> Thanks. Got us. Thanks, Bri. Yeah, That was good. I love Bri, her accent. Awesome. I love a Minnesota accent. Yeah, that was, that was, that was good. That was funny. Bree. Bree got us, Bree. She did get us. Also, one of the contenders uh, for <laughs> for my child's name, so. Bree. Okay. All right, that's yeah, cool. on the list. Yeah. So, C- can you give us one more that's on the list? We, what we a delicious get... name. Yeah. Right. That's. A, I think we're a little worried about that. The cheese jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I don't. Other than that, uh, we're also considering um, Olivia. But oh, I like Olivia. We're that's also a, considering Asiago. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> little monster <laughs> Limburger. Yeah. yeah but i don't know I, I i i like them all also uh our uh shout out taylor mutual friend taylor said he reminded me recently that's a you know that name can go either way so he said name it after him uh, that's her. a good that's yeah we know cool girl and guy taylor's you, usually yeah. that person ends up pretty cool whether it's mm-hmm. a girl or a guy. yeah true it's true. Uh, and speaking of girls, another female listener, Ryan in Dallas, she's uh, sent in a bunch of voicemails before. It was hard to hear this one, but I could make out. She wished Pat happy birthday for last Friday <laughs> and asked us, do we have any good sex stories or losing our virginity stories? So, uh, anybody, I, I've got one. Anybody else got one before I go? I mean, no, mine was perfect. She made me feel so relaxed and was very gentle. It was just the perfect setting. It was, I don't know. I don't, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the only interesting thing about mine was, and I think three of you guys were there, uh, we in the other hotel room. But what did we do? We got um, we got uh, our girl group from uh, from prom. They worked at a hair salon, right, which always has some like, oh, some, yeah, like questionable characters prom, yeah. working there. So they mm. asked their bosses, like the older women that worked at the hair salon, to buy us booze, right? So we put in our booze order. It was cool. It was like you put in a proper liquor order, which was, That was you know, a fun prom. Right. Yeah. Except the problem is, so we went to prom and we, we rented two rooms at the Hampton. And this is after Will and I tried uh, three or four times to go into different hotels ahead of time to get rooms and pretty much got bounced out of every single one of them. Like Will and I had like elaborate schemes. We walked into one. We we're like, yeah, like, um... Our parents are doing this like retreat, and we want. Oh pr- yeah, because they didn't want prom people there. And right? they were like, "Get whatever. the fuck out, kids!" Anyway, we ended up at a Hampton Inn on the highway, uh, to, and the rooms were not adjoining. So we got there, and like, <laughs> I, I guess the women that had bought us the booze like hung out there for a while. So like half the booze was drinking by the time we got there by the adults that bought it for us. Uh, yeah, but then other than that, it, you know, for me it was a magical. Nice. Three I did minutes. not lose. I did not lose my virginity that night. I lost it later on. Pat, you were right. Uh, you said I was a late bloomer on radio yesterday. And I lost also a few years later um, after a party. Uh, but I hadn't told like it was just with a, a girl that I had, like we weren't dating or anything. Um, and uh, she she puked. You know, she was she went down on me. And, and she, <laughs> it was that she, bad. Uh, well, she yeah, must have been she terrible. went down on me and puked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but it was like a little bit it was just a little bit on me so i was like i was like i'm good like we're we're good but she was hammered and she was like so she like cleaned everything up like when it, and then and then came back and was like no you're not finished and i was like and, I, and, I, and so i was like all right let's uh finish that's it like, off that's then. like the 40 year old virgin thing with judd apatow's wife holy moly i'll yeah. still have sex with you after she yeah. throws up all right yeah, i was like all right Okay, I mean, I'm, you don't have to. Not much got on me, wow. but uh, you know, did, so you got to re- top of that. Did, did, was there yeah. a lot of reevaluation when yeah, you took your pants down, yeah. and then there was a vomit? Uh, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> no, you, the, I'm kidding. Saying? The vomit was related to her being drunk, not because not because your dong smelled or anything, right? <laughs> no, it was like a gagging thing. Yeah, it was oh, like okay. she, you know, she she went down, gagged. They should end it on that note. Yeah, they can't beat that. <laughs> Uh, one Sorry. more, one more. We got to catch up. One more. We got to catch okay. up. Finally, yeah. the grease tank dialed in from Cleveland and asked, what was our MySpace theme songs then? And what would they be now? His were slip, slip, not then and Ted Nugent now. 
So uh, uh, you get the grease tags vibe there. Oh, uh, yeah, mine was big... definitely something about weed. I don't know, but what do you guys? What about you guys? I, I think uh, mine was I like don't remember toots in the Maytals probably because I was like trying to be <laughs> very like you. I was trying to be very cool. Like oh, I'm not going to do something mainstream. I'll do something like old and reggae or ska. But yeah, yeah. Mm. mine was probably an Outcast song. Yeah, I, I don't I don't remember. I wasn't a huge MySpace guy. I was I was more um, Facebook back in the day, but. I don't remember. I had a song, but it was. I know my I background image was Sean Taylor. That was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't do any of that. Like any of the specialty things. It was just like bare bare bones and like one of my favorite yeah. songs. Right. Just a We're stalking long platform. Song. I'll answer what our song today would be. It would be "Money for Nothing" by Ooh. Dire Straits, and that's going to do it for Hard Factor this week. As always, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you in the Hard Ohio for tuning in and sticking with us through this insane news. All these years we've been doing the show and hopefully years to come. Uh, good news. We're going to be back on XM uh, Radio Sirius Power 85 at least through the end of September on Barstool Radio. So keep checking in with us there as well. Monday through Thursday, 10, a, uh, wait, 10 to 11 Eastern right now, Monday through Thursday. Tell your uh, friends. Yeah, sign up. I think they still have free promos. Uh, it's it's definitely a fun radio show, just like this, but different content. Um also, be sure to follow Barcelona News Network, Hard Factor News, Hard Factor Mark, Pat, Wes, and Will on Twitter and Instagram. And have a great fucking day and weekend. See you later, yeah!